0: everyone, welcome to our midweek podcast. This is Pastor Josh. Hope you're having an amazing Wednesday. Uh, today I actually had the privilege of interviewing Caitlin Say, who just preached this past weekend, Christ in you, the hope of glory, and this is my interview with her. Well, thanks for being on the podcast, Caitlin.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: I, I really appreciate it. And so you preached this past weekend yeah. on Jesus the hope of glory that's inside of you and the relationship between the Spirit and the text and what what that all does. So, so it, this this is your opportunity. Yeah. What is the one thing you want to kind of take home in all of this? What do you want to pound out so that people, if they can just remember one thing from your sermon, what would that be?
1: I think if, hey, well, wow, I hope they remember it all, but if we're bringing it down to one thing, <laughs> um, I think this idea that the gospel is for this moment and that it's to be applied to this moment in a way that actually changes the present reality that we live in. Um, And I think that's heavily connected to our our overall um, vision here for VISTA and having the scriptures elevated in our lives Mm -hmm. and understanding that it's through our engagement with the scriptures that we experience uh, the gospel and the Mm -hmm. power of the gospel in our moments, which really are the building blocks of our lives.
0: Okay, so on a practical level, which is, I think everything you're saying is fantastic, how does that flesh itself out on on a, on a, just a daily basis? Yeah. I mean, because so many people that are listening go to, go to jobs, they go to things. And when, when it comes to, to church, there is this almost, well, I'm gathering with my church family. This is great. Yeah. At the end of the sermon, I'm going back to real life. Yes. So how would you encourage somebody uh, that... That that's how they feel when they walk out of church. It's like back back to reality. Yeah. And how does what you preached about reflect in that specifically? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think that's a really important question because so often when we are sitting and we're listening to um, inspiring ideas and um, and and hopeful words. Um, taking that and knowing what difference it actually makes in our life throughout the week mm-hmm. is absolutely essential because yeah. that's how we change. It's actually how we are becoming more like Jesus. Um, so when it comes to the scriptures and having that the the life of the scripture actually alive in us in a way that um, that brings practical change, I think self awareness sure. is key Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I know in my own life learning um, to really just be aware of my own thoughts Mm -hmm. of what's going on in my mind Um, I think even growing in awareness of of a person's own emotional life Mm -hmm. and state and I think that those things um, help us to be aware of when the Holy Spirit is actually in control, when it's in operation um, moment by moment in our lives. And as we become more aware of that, we're empowered to actually walk in the Spirit Mm -hmm. more often.
0: Okay, so obviously when you're talking, you've been through a journey Mm -hmm. to get to that point. Um, So where did it start for you? like where was what was the catalyst that caused you to really start thinking about those things your thoughts your emotions where 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 did that all come from the journeying that out uh so that whatever you were feeling whatever you were thinking had to come to submission with not only the scriptures but the spirit as well mm-hmm. and how that whole relationship interplays mm-hmm. so what was the start for you what was the start of the journey
1: you know it comes to mind um it was a paper that i wrote during bible college and it was on understanding the new nature in the christian mm-hmm. and i think diving into um different opinions and commentaries and scholars who have written on that topic. Mm-hmm. And and not even just wanting to know it for the sake of academics or to come out with a paper, but wanting to understand um, exactly what happened when Jesus died hmm. and, and he was in the grave and rose again. What happened for me? Hmm. And what difference does it make in my life practically yeah. today? Um, and so, as I, I remember, as I dove into different research with that paper, um, and coming to just the to the clear conclusion that I have a completely, completely new nature. Mm-hmm. And before this time in my life, I think I just had some confusion about. Right. Um, about the the old nature and the new nature and, mm-hmm. um, and how that all works. And am I carrying like a, a you know, a dead person yeah. around or how, yeah. what is that? And so I really think there's a turning point when, when we recognize that we are completely whole. Right. Um, and now there's a journey and this is the journey of sanctification mm-hmm. of, um, of living what we already are. Yeah. But if we're not aware of when the spirit is in control in in our li- in our minds and yep. in our lives or not, it's hard to move towards a life where you are more often mm-hmm. living spirit controlled.
0: Totally. And, and it's just can you flesh out that word sanctification? Sure. Because for some folks, I mean, they don't have theological training or haven't necessarily been around the church a lot. So, what does that what does that word mean?
1: Absolutely right. So, there's just this important distinction between justification, mm-hmm. which happens the moment that we um, become Christians and that we receive that grace from Jesus, yep. and and the Bible teaches that it's it's Him who does that, and yep. we're justified, and um, and that's the moment of salvation yep. ultimately. Absolutely. But then there's this process that continues after that. So, um, at that moment of justification, we we actually. Um, are given the very nature of Jesus. God looks on us and he sees the righteousness of Christ and that's finished. That's Mm -hmm. why we celebrate his finished work on the cross. But um, this discussion of then the journey of becoming like Jesus is such an important uh, discussion point for the church because um, although we are already given this new nature the moving forward and the growing to become more like Christ is um, is how we're effective in mm-hmm. the world and how we bring his kingdom from heaven to earth. Right. Um, and I I just believe that um, as we're sanctified, so as we actually grow to become yep. more like Jesus, um, we must be self-aware Um and, and that sometimes means slowing down. And mm-hmm. I think that's especially hard for us in our society and just yeah. in the busyness of life. Yeah. Um, we go from one thing to the next to the next, um, and stopping um, is difficult.
0: Why? why? Why is stopping difficult? Because we long for it, we want it, and we see so many times in the scriptures where Jesus does stop.
1: Yeah.
0: And like the whole idea of VISTA is essentially elevating our view of scripture to see things because Scripture actually elevates you to see things from God's perspective. Right. So the higher your view of Scripture, the more you see things from God's perspective. But things like stopping, like that's just a very practical thing that's in the Bible for us. What is it in our nature as human beings that that we're, we're fighting it?
1: Yeah.
0: We're trying to fight stopping. We're trying to fight things like um, loving and forgiving When it's difficult, like why is it our propensity is for comfort, and why is it that we fight the work of the Spirit in us through the Scriptures that are constantly pointing at the things in our lives that are not working? Like, what is it about us that we find we find things like stopping hard?
1: Well, I think in. In North America in general I think that a lot of people are addicted to busy mm-hmm. I think it gives a sense of worth and value and gives a sense of importance and also think it's the norm a lot of people just move through life at a busy pace and, and we're just trying to kind of keep up with mm-hmm. with what's going on around us so there's there's that aspect yeah. but I am so convinced that our physiological makeup is a very important part of this discussion mm-hmm. too and I think sometimes um, in North America we're actually a little bit afraid to, to begin to talk about the importance of our mind body soul connection, right. and um, and through the scriptures, like we're instructed to be very cognizant of this connection, mm-hmm. and and that it really matters. And so, truthfully, slowing down is not just hard at kind of a, a, a soul level, right. um, it's actually very difficult at a body level. Right. Um, and even in our brains, um, things like impulse control, mm-hmm. um, that's a difficult muscle to build in sure. in the physical brain. And so when we're asked to practice patience, um, that's actually very hard on a physical level mm-hmm. as well as, um, you know, sure. there's the spiritual, mental, emotional. But but being aware of all of those things and and then being willing to implement some disciplines. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, having community who's doing the same things that you are sure. doing. And that's why I think this VISTA um, push is just so important for us to mm-hmm. be going together after this because we really can prioritize it highly together and sure. encourage one another on the journey. Well,
0: because I mean, if we talk about it on a sociological level, like uh, therapies like CBT, for example, cognitive behavioral therapy, it's change your thoughts, which will change your feelings, will change your behavior. Right. So the idea in the scriptures of renewing your mind, yeah. like we, we always think that the scripture is this far off ancient book that doesn't apply or is irrelevant to 2019. Yeah. But the idea of renewing your mind ultimately is Change the way you think so that you can change the way you feel so that you can change the way that you actually act. And um, at what point for you was the the body, mind, and soul tie um, the start for you? Like when did you realize that? Because I I think like your background, you grew up in church. Yeah. Um, We don't talk about those kinds of things in church. Yeah. So when was the point where you realized the scriptures relate to all of the the good stuff that's kind of being said in in culture, yeah. but actually the foundation of it is in the scriptures. Right. Like, what, like, when did you make that connection point?
1: Well, interesting. You should mention the you know the CBT and um, just this idea of, of kind of mind over matter. And I think there's this idea in the church that if you will just change the way you think. Mm-hmm. Your life will just, then you'll finally walk as right. a victorious Christian, right. just change the way you think, change the way you think. And, and we hear that a lot. And there's validity to that, renewing sure. your mind in the way you, that you think. Um, but the scripture is actually very clear as well about physical rest. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think even coming to glean a better understanding of the nervous system mm-hmm. in the body and, and what happens in your brain when your physical body is actually at rest, mm-hmm. um, there are certain parts of your brain that are activated. Um, you are able to think more clearly, and mm. so when we talk about living spirit-controlled, if a person's not practicing physical rest on a regular basis sure. in their rhythms, um, their act, their ability to um, to to live in submission to the spirit uh-huh. decreases greatly, and right. and we don't talk about that a ton. So when we're you know when we're um, encouraged to be growing these fruits of the spirit, right. um, there's actually some pretty clear pathways that make it easier for a person to be growing in kindness and patience and love. Um, and, but it requires, it requires a slowing down. It requires changing a person's thoughts. It also genuinely requires a physical rest that is regularly practiced,
0: which is ultimately the idea of Sabbath. Yeah. I mean, that is Genesis, right? It's there, you know, and then, uh, Within the Old Testament law, it's there as well. And then it's also suggested, now well, no, it's suggested, commanded for New Testament believers. Right. But like you're saying, the busyness, all of that's in the scriptures. Yeah. But we don't do it.
1: Right. And I think um, the thing is, even when you say Sabbath, we just as a society have certain ideas about yeah. what that is. And sure. We think of it as a day off of work. Um which makes sense. Um, I don't know that we associate a physical rest of the nervous system that it requires to connect with God on a a deep spiritual level. Um, So a lot of people live with adrenaline actually in their system for months, sometimes years Years. at a time, which is really uh, unhealthy and and can get you by, and it's gotten me by um, Mm. for certain amounts of time. But ultimately, if we're living in that state, that heightened Mm -hmm. um, state of adrenaline, we are decreasing our ability to grow in the fruits of the Holy Spirit right. and to choose to be Spirit-controlled moment by right. moment. So although we've experienced justification and we've been you know, saved sure. and that, that's finished, um, we are inhibiting our ability to actually continue on this journey of sanctification mm-hmm. by um, having our body in that physical state that right. a lot of our society lives in all the time.
0: So you won't be able to hear the Spirit well, and you won't be able to hear the Spirit when you're reading the Scriptures. Right. If you're not actually listening to what the scriptures are telling you to do, right? It's a, it's just a wild cycle. I think that people get get into and Christians, unfortunately, uh, like the rest of the world, we know we like even the scriptures say, like, you know what you ought to do, but right. you don't do it, and ultimately, uh, Paul says that that's sin, right? And I think what you're saying is is so important for our. It's very countercultural, yeah. and yet everything that you're saying is found within the scriptures. Yeah. It's found as we connect with the Spirit, uh, and ultimately, the Spirit is the one that wrote the scriptures. I mean, you're talking forty different books, sixty-six or sixty-six different books, forty different authors over sixteen hundred years, and the thread between it all is Jesus. Yeah. Like, there's something beautiful about that, and I love that Pastor Luke talked about the scriptures being centrally focused on Christ. And then the idea of the hope of glory in you is actually Jesus. And that can outflow to so many other things is is, is a great tie. So thank you for preaching. Thank you for what you do here at Elam. We appreciate you very much. Any last words for the folks?
1: No, that's the final words. Love this church. Love being part of this. Thank you for what you do, Pastor Josh. And we're looking forward to hearing you this Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to wrap up the series. Right.
0: We'll, we'll, I
1: hear you're climbing up on a contraption. So well, don't give it away. Yeah, I'm. You know, we'll set the expectations okay. high.
0: Well, anyway, thanks so much for being here. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you want to find the rest of our episodes, you can go to elamchurch.podbean.com. They're all there, or you can search up Elam Church on iTunes, and you'll see us as one of the podcasts offered there. We're we're so we're so grateful that you're taking the time to listen to this. Lastly, if you're wondering about our church, what is Elam all about? You can go to our website, www.elamchurch.ca. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. Have a great day. We'll see you next week.